All right, Ambush, and today oh, we are a re joined by an artist who, the last time that we joined us, we walked through the Garden of Truth. But this time around, this time around, we are in a good company because it is always good when we are joined by the individual, the songwriter, the nomad known as Tennyson. King, how's it going today, TK? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Ooh, I'm having myself a, a beautiful day out here in BC. And the last time that we chatted, uh, November 2020, you mentioned that you might be coming here for a little while. It seems it looks like you've spent quite a bit of time in BC this past year and a bit here. Yeah, I ended up... Yeah, I guess when we talked back in November, I was still in Toronto and um I let yeah I left for uh Kelowna in December probably just after we talked and then I've been in BC since then more or less like I went back to Ontario to to work on some some records and stuff and then traveled around a little bit in Canada for some shows in the summer but yeah I've been in BC I've been in Kelowna I just left Kelowna actually last week and I just moved to a little town called Preston BC Wow. Okay. That's a little up there. Yeah. So now I'm in, uh, yeah. So now I'm like deep in the, in the East Kootenays and, uh, just hanging out for now, you know? Oh my goodness. That's like very close to bordering Alberta. Is it not? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Just like, I think probably like three hours from the border of Alberta. Oh, wow. All right. So you got yourself a new home on the West coast. We got some new music. Life is good. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And of course, like I mentioned, the last time we joined, we were talking about a couple of singles, but this is an entirely a new EP. There's a new songs. You released quite a few of them through 2021. But I'd like to know is where in this process, this journey of going to BC, doing some traveling, probably some life experiences, when exactly did you begin to craft this new project? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, the record Good Company, I actually started writing it. I mean, it's the songs are that go back from like 2018, pretty much like, I was starting to kind of formulate the ideas then. Um, but I just never really fully sat down to finish writing the songs in its entirety. So a lot of them were voice memos and voice notes from my tours and travels abroad and, and in Canada. Um, and then finally, like it was always meant to be a record and I was always meant to make a record but i was just touring so much that i never got the time to actually sit down and do it so that was kind of one of the good things about the pandemic was that when that hit in 2020 it kind of forced me to stop touring and actually stay in one place and and work on the record so so this was probably around um when we were talking i was actually back in november 2020 i was in the studio making the record um yeah with ross with ross hayes to trulo in toronto at his studio and yeah so it was great that year i just got to sit down with all the all my like hundreds and thousands of voice memos and went through it all and kind of you know fine-tuned the ideas and then uh ross and i kind of narrowed down the songs and just put it all together so so yeah it's been like a a while in the making and a lot of experiences and and lessons and and travels and adventures so 
Um, it's like a good encapsulation of the past kind of four or five years of my life. Okay, then. So the songs have been waiting and while or in the waiting for a while, but it all just the time had to come together. So finally, things allowed you to sit down, go through some of those paperworks, those old notes. And now we have this collection. So you mentioned that you were in the studio before, but you also mentioned there that you had to fly back to finish a couple records. So Whereas these the records that you had to fly back to Toronto to finish? Did you have these finished before you moved to BC? Or what was the process sort of been like here? Yeah, so I actually, I had everything finished by by the start of December at, in Toronto. So I actually had everything recorded. Um, we mixed it while I was in BC. So we did a lot of kind of digital mixing, which was really cool that we can do that now. And, um, you know, saves a lot of travel time and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I actually had everything that like I did recorded everything pretty much in 2020 and we did it all in Toronto while I was there. Um, and when I was flying back before in the, in the, the spring last year's spring, just cause I was producing uh, a record for another artist as well in Ontario. So I was just going back to do that and yeah, but I pretty much had it all, all done and been sitting on it since then. And doing all the, you know, the prep work to release all the singles and all that awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Of all fun, of course, building up all of that uh, promotional materials, all of that fun stuff. So it took about six, seven months before we finally got our actual true first taste of this new EP, because on August 13th, we got our first single with a life on shore, Carry a Me Away. So. There's something that came with this song that I want to discuss, but before we get into that, I want to know exactly what does this song mean? What energy were you trying to capture inside of it, TK? Yeah, I mean, that song is really just about life on the ocean or on any body of water, really. But for me specifically, it's on the ocean, on the sea. I'm, I love the ocean and I've been a bit bummed actually the past two years that I've been kind of away from. I mean, I've been to Vancouver and our ocean coast and i've swam in it a bit this summer but it's not it's not quite warm enough for my taste but but yeah that song i just wanted to really capture what it would be like to kind of as if it was like a sound if you lived on a boat for like a year or and it's the idea of just being able to to kind of be taken away by the ocean right like letting all your letting all your control go and just floating away with the ocean. Cause I feel like when we're in water, a lot of the beauty of it is that it's not fully in our control. And that's, um, that's something I think that we should respect as people. And I, and I love that. So that's what I was really trying to capture in that song. Hey, it's, I, I like how you mentioned that where it's water's very beautiful. You go with the flow, but it's also, it's a very powerful force as well. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I like that. I like that very much. And one thing that I did uh, very enjoyed too, and maybe spent a little too much time trying to uh, play here, was the video game that you released for this song. And I mean, when somebody hears, oh, okay, so an artist released a music video game, so it's got to be like simple, easy. No, this game is hard, yo! (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit harder than I actually... I thought it was going to be easier too. And then when I first played it, 
or it took me a couple of tries to actually win. <laughs> I I think I spent like a solid hour playing it the like when I first found it and like I did not win. I did not win. <laughs> yeah, I'll have, I I definitely have to let the designer know. Make we'll make it easier next time to start. <laughs> I like a challenge personally myself, but either way, I was having fun. So why a video game? What was the idea behind sort of releasing that as a uh, way to hype the song here? Yeah, I mean, I think really with with any marketing and any creative business these days, it's like it's just trying to come up with something original and unique to to, to share whatever your thing is. So like for me, it's music, but you know, these days it's like everyone puts out songs, like so many songs all the time. Everyone puts out digital content and videos. So I, we were just, my team and I were just trying to brainstorm of something unique um, and slightly different and not done as much. And a good friend of mine who also is like on my creative team for a lot of the digital content that I share, uh, his name's Cesar Barbosa. And he was just, he was as a hobby, just started taking a, a video game course like a video game design course. And, and he just started making a video game for, for a school project and decided that he would just use that as making um, a video game for the, the single. So yeah, we just kind of talked about it and came up with a little character. The character in it is actually, I mean, from the single, we had an interview about last time, the garden of truth. I don't know if you recognized him, but the character is the same cartoon character that's in the music video for that um, Garden of Truth single. So we just took that same character, put him in, and and we thought like our our original idea was pretty grand. Was like let's have this person as if he's on tour, and then there'll be multiple levels, and each level is like a different country, different geographic landscape. And the goal is to get the little character who's me to get to my gig on time, right? So. Yeah, we just kind of came up with the idea and just tried to have fun with it. It's supposed to be simple-ish, you know, like Mario style. Um, but as you mentioned, it's a little bit harder than simple. <laughs> hey, it's um, very much that Mario feel. But like I also mentioned, I'm down for like the little bit of difficulty there. It may, when you get it, you earned it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just shows, right? Sometimes that's how hard it is to... Uh, to be on the road and get to shows things that it's not always just a smooth ride it wasn't exactly the true physical interpretation but metaphorically it got there exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh i love it and once again like i mentioned i've been loving this new ep and one song that i particularly have really been enjoying is the latest single that dropped on January 7th, just two weeks ago as of the recording of this interview here with It Ain't Easy. So take us a little bit behind this song before we dive into the music video for this track. Yeah, well, It Ain't Easy was uh, definitely, it's like when we kind of went into, I actually wrote it originally as a pretty folksy acoustic guitar tune. Um, And then when I brought it to Ross, the producer, he kind of heard it as more of a big, like indie pop, rock pop kind of tune, uh, which is exactly how it turned out in in this version of it on the album. Um, but it was it, it was great. I loved it because the song is really about 
you know, it's exactly like the title says, it's like, it ain't easy, right? Like life's not easy. We all, especially right now, but all the time we go through um, tough times and hard times. And as people trying to just, whether you're chasing your dreams or just trying to exist, you know, normally it's things happen and life gets hard and we have to face challenges, but it's important to recognize those challenges, embrace it, embrace the journey for, for everything that it is, right? Like all the highs and lows. So it's kind of just, it's my anthem to anyone who, who just needs to hear that and needs a little kind of extra push on the back to keep going or a hug or some, some love, you know, like I'm, I'm there with them. And I think we all can, you know, attest that we're all going through that similar thing. Hey, you're there with them, being that good company, getting them through maybe a hard moment. And that's one thing that I, one way that I like to look at things is sometimes you need those difficult moments so that you can actually learn to know how to appreciate the good ones as well, right? Yeah, totally. Hey, awesome. All right. And one of the uh, good moments, uh, one of the good laughs I got was from the music video for this track because not only is it gorgeous being filmed inside of Kelowna out there in a a beautiful Okanagan country but also just happens to feature a a little wonderful competition where you have the Kelowna uh, arm wrestling club I believe it is maybe coming out to help you out with that yeah yeah we had the Okanagan actually I had a feeling you'd like that music video especially with your wrestling background and stuff too but yeah, we had um so we had the Okanagan Arm Wrestling Club uh come in and there was uh four of them and yeah, I wanted this the music video for anyone who hasn't watched it it's just like it's supposed to be funny and serious, you know. And the idea is that the arm wrestling and we're working out preparing for this arm wrestling battle and then we all battle each other in an arm wrestling tournament and you know, I cheat a little bit. Um, (laughs) but the idea was really just to take the physical, like that, the physical feats that we, that arm wrestling is as a metaphor for like what we take on in life. And, um, and it was so fun because I actually didn't know arm wrestling was such a huge, like I always knew it was a thing and there's competitions, but when I met these people in Kelowna, it just hearing about like how serious it is and all the tournaments and around the world and in Canada, it's, it's just so cool. And, um, one of the guys, Richard, who was the kind of like the head of the Okanagan arm wrestling club, he just placed, I think, sixth in the, in the world in his weight class, like just this past year. So it's super cool to, to learn about, it was super cool to learn about that. And then that the music video shoot, you know, they're teaching us how to all the different ways and techniques to arm wrestle and, and how it's not just about arm strength there are lots of little things that you can do and uh and yeah it was just it was just such a fun fun shoot to it's just such a fun shoot like it was such a great day to do that especially like you said in the okanagan and we had a beautiful spot just kind of a bit slightly higher up in the in the mountains with a bit of a view and yeah it was fun mm-hmm. gorgeous view and like you mentioned there that uh the beginning of the video where you guys are training and even just you putting on the makeup and I was laughing so hard. I was like, I loved this music video. It was so well put together and just everything. Like you mentioned, there's that seriousness. It 
represents the feeling of the song, but there's also just that fun of it too, where you have you cheating and then like pointing into the camera, like, ah, gotcha, gotcha. It's like, oh my goodness, this is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and of course, with today being January 21st, of course, this interview comes out a little bit later than that. But as of this interview's recording, the album, the EP, actually released today. Ah, very exciting. So what is it like to have this project out into the world after sitting on it for some of these songs for almost four years now? Yeah, I mean, it feels great. It's actually, you know, it's a bit of a relief <laughs> because you're like holding on to stuff so long. And and I'm, I've been wanting to share it to people. And I've been playing some of the songs live or like versions of these songs live at shows, you know, leading up to this in the past four years. And, and that's been great kind of to get people's responses. Um, but yeah, just it feels great to to kind of get something out there that you put so much hard work into. Um, but at the same time, it's funny because it's so out of your control, right? These days, especially without touring and shows, you, you know, it's, you just, it's, you put it out in the world and you do a couple of social media posts on it. And then, you know, the rest of it is just kind of like up to, up to the universe to see if it, if it connects with people. Um, but it is really exciting and I've got some really great feedback on it and I'm just happy to. I'm just happy to give some sort of music and something to to people to to help with, you know, healing process of life and just just to kind of every especially with everything happening now. So I hope that that'll kind of be a part of their um, everyone's journey as well as they listen. Is that part of the reason why you named the album Good Company then? Yeah, that yeah, that's definitely part of it for sure, you know. I probably went through, I had like two pieces of paper that just had like names of possible albums. Cause I didn't, the way I tracked this record too, it wasn't really like a concept album. It was just like, I'm just going to pick the best eight songs that I think are cool and work together. And, you know, so I didn't have, sometimes I'll, you'll have like an album name before you even start tracking songs and everything leads from that. But this was the opposite. So when I had all the songs, I spent like weeks just going through possible names and, and I landed on good company because, um, yeah, I just really want the album and to be good company to people. And I think I've lived my life on that kind of motto for the past five years, not really, not, not even really knowing it, you know, as I, as I travel and meet tons of different people in different parts of the world and have different communities, my, my goal is essentially just to like, you know, show up at someone's door, so to speak. And, you know, like if they, if they hear the doorbell, they open it, they see me. I just want to be someone who can offer them some good company for a few hours and um, have a nice chat. And I think it's also important introspectively too. I think we should be good company for ourselves, even when we're alone. And yeah, I just think if, if like we all kind of lived with that mentality Altogether, it'd be a pretty good, peaceful, loving place. And and I'm hoping since I can't physically be with everyone all the time, when they listen to the record and listen to the songs, that's the kind of vibe that they'll that they'll take from the songs. Is that that sense of being good company? 
Well, I love that energy, and it may be a while. I mean, you did mention you did get to get out on the road a little bit last year. It may be a while before we get to do so again, but either way, this is good company to get you through, and then we can enjoy the actual company of each other at a Tennyson King concert sometime in the future. Exactly. <laughs> hey, all right. I have had a blast chatting so far here today, TK, about this new album some of the singles that are on it. But of course, I have a one last question for you. Yeah. All right. So what I would love to know now, and I can't remember if I actually asked you this last time or not, but what I would like to know now is over the last year and about two months here, the process of getting this album ready, getting it out into the world, pretty much moving to BC, all of these things that have happened in this short period of time. Uh, how has this time helped you to grow as an individual, or what has it taught you about yourself? Hmm. Yeah, that's a great, great self-reflective question. I like that. Um, you know, I think what it's one definitely one thing overall this year that it's taught me just being in this special year of COVID and and still trying to be a musician and and releasing stuff is that you know it's a lot of things are out of our control. Um, and that's something I'm, I'm learning to accept more and more, but also just to kind of always take the time to, um, just reflect on, I guess, my own actions and how, how doing certain things, whether it be releasing music or, or like posting digital content, like, I guess how that, um, impacts the, our community and people around us, because I think, um, we've just, become really, I guess, dependent on the platforms of social media and sharing. Um, and yeah, it's just important to, to kind of take notice of those sort of things and what we're interacting with. Um, but most importantly, also, is to just try our best to kind of em embrace the, the shittiness because we need to, but also just really try to think like, okay, how can I manifest a better a different future and a better future. And that's a lot of the times what I've been just working on, right? Just trying to see, imagine myself in one year and two years and, and just kind of being in that, that state without actually physically being there. All right. I love that. We manifest a better you and hopefully together is better us as we manifest a better world. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hey, I love it. I love this lesson. And I have also enjoyed this conversation here today. Thank you so much for joining us once again on the DTP Tennyson King. Yeah, thanks. It's my pleasure. Oh, am I hope that you have enjoyed this reconnection with Tennyson King as we dove behind his brand new album, Good Company which you can find right now over on your favorite music streaming service. When you're there, hit follow because TK always has new amazing music coming to give you a good vibe, coming to keep you some good company. You're also going to want to go ahead and follow him on your favorite social media platforms as well. And you can find links to do all of this in the description to today's show. And we have to thank TK one more time for joining us here today to dive behind this incredible new album. We have to thank Sam from over at Indoor Recess 
for making this interview happen, for setting it on up. We need to thank a German from YPEditor.com for making everything sound so good. And last but not least, we need to thank you, the AM, for tuning on in. If you've yet to join up with the Ambush, what are you waiting for? Because it's as easy as subscribing to the DTP. And you can also help the show by sharing this episode, giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on iTunes. You can also head on over to www.deserttiger.shop to copy yourself something to represent and to support the show everywhere that your beautiful face goes. With that, it's time to say our final bye-bye, but not before I tell you to go out, find your roar, and then... Let it on out into the world. Let them know. And until next time, stay beautiful, Miami. Bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.